welcome to Podcast for Wonderful, episode 92. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Hard Nation, episode 20, featuring Mike Mitchell, Anthony Atomniak, Mike Still, and Paul Welsh. But first we're going to be speaking to my guests. Uh, first of all, I just want to say a big shout out to Warner Brothers Studios for getting me these two great guests. Um, they wanted to get them in here to talk about their hot new movie, Suicide Squad, in the theaters now. Everybody loves it. Uh, it broke box office records in the first weekend. Uh, let's not necessarily talk about the second weekend, but uh, these guys are great. First of all, you know him, you love him. He's been on the show so many times before. Uh, welcome back to Will Smith. Hello, people. And uh, I've been on here because I'm kind of the best. That's true. You are You maybe the most I kind of own this podcast already. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you were here on the first episode. You've been back a second time. Uh, now here's number three. That's amazing. You were kind of the star of Suicide Squad, right? I'm part of the team. Oh, yeah. okay. You feel like it's a team effort. Yeah. Okay. Well, what was your character again? Deadbolt. Deadbolt? I think. Okay. And what is your magic power? I can't remember the magic ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also, let's uh, welcome your co-star to the show. Uh, you know this man as the Joker and the Suicide Squad. and he, He's in a band, and I don't remember the name of the band. Maybe he can tell us. Uh, please welcome to the show, Jared Leto. Hello, people. Uh, yeah, so Jared, what is the name of your band, by the way? I'm sorry for not knowing. I'm not really a music guy. I only listen to podcasts. I... Did you, did my, my publicist called you before the show, right? Your publicist did try to get a hold of me. Uh, I don't answer phone calls that I don't know the number to. Oh, um, gosh, this is, this is awkward, but I, you know, I'm really into method acting and I'm currently preparing for a movie role. Um, oh. I can't, I can't give away exactly what it is right now because it's kind of still in the works. Yeah, it's under wraps. But, uh, I'll give you a hint and I'll say that this band... 30 Seconds to Mars, which my friend Jared Leto is in. It's pretty popular in my swamp. Oh, okay. What are some other popular bands there in the swamp? Uh, you know, there's the Fairy Godmothers, Pocahontas, and the Brubeck Five. That's a collaboration between Pocahontas and Dave Brubeck's band. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, they're pretty big. You ever heard of the Three Little Pigs? I have heard of them. They're pretty big over there too. They uh, they're kind of like the backtree boys of of my swamp. I see. Except there's only three of them. Hmm. So you're in a swamp, fairy tale creatures. Okay, I get it. I, I think I I think I'm onto it. Uh, Will Smith. Yeah. What do you think? I just think he's saying that he's in a swampy area. Oh okay. Like, do you like to do method acting, Will? Do you like really get into your roles and and try to? Act like you are them for the amount of time that you're in that role. Most of the time, I when I try to do that, everyone gets annoyed with me. Uh huh. Because I most of the time I'm really bad at my roles, <laughs> unless I get those perfect shoots. Wow. So you're bad at acting. Yeah, I just had to get my acting clothes on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I remember something. Yes. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and what are, what are your acting clothes like? They're just flannel shirt with khaki, khaki, <laughs> I can't talk, khaki jeans. They don't go together. That's oh, jeez. Khaki it, jeans are those? Uh, are those custom? They don't make a lot of those. Or are you thinking of like uh, like the jeans, like khaki? Pants? Yeah, like <laughs> what is even the word I'm looking for? Like cargo pants, that kind yeah, of thing. That's what you're thinking of, I think. Yeah. No okay. one can just go to men's and find some of. And I notice in any movie I ever see you in, you are not wearing that outfit. <laughs> I mostly have that underneath my clothes. No. So underneath the uh, Deadbolt costume, <laughs> Deadbolt is definitely what that character's name is. <laughs> you have that that outfit on under there. Yeah. Have you ever thought of that, Jared, wearing uh, special clothes to act with? Yeah, sort of. I, um actually kind of similar i always wear a pair of long kind of sleep pants underneath my pants i wear they uh they're black and they have pictures of tabasco bottles on them what uh, happened and to every shorts on while you're acting 
CGI has done wonders in the 21st century. <laughs> uh, anytime you see me in a movie, if you see my legs, a little industry secret, those are not my legs. I've got a man who works with me. His name is Craig Bryant. He'll Photoshop legs onto me in any movie I want. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club, I wore a lot of shorts in that movie. Everyone thought I had to shave my legs for the role. I didn't. I was allowed to grow my hair out all I wanted because uh, it was all CGI. It seems like you should try that sometime, Will. <laughs> Instead of wearing it. This outfit under your clothes. Wait, you might have been wearing your acting clothes in... Uh... Oh, geez, and now I forgot the name of it. What is it? Wednesday? No, the one with the superhero one. Hancock? Hancock, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I noticed that it was a very good performance. Was it because you were wearing the... The clothes? Definitely, yes. Okay. Plus, I wasn't really acting. I was just basically being myself. Uh-huh. So, the studio's going to get mad at me if I don't ask about the, the movie at all. But, Jared, you don't want to talk about being the Joker at all? Honestly, Greg, have you ever heard of something called Camp Mars? I don't think I have. Camp Mars is a very real thing that I do every year. It's me and, uh, sorry, my friend Jared. And his his band, Thirty Seconds to Mars, they uh, they rent out an entire campground in Malibu, California, and for a whole weekend, fans from all around the world just flock there. It's like Woodstock every year, and it's just one band. It's Thirty Seconds to Mars. And uh, last weekend, Jared was there, and he told the whole audience that he thought he was tricked into doing that movie. Uh, so I can't speak for him, but I would say he has a lot of lot of resentment against the studio. Oh wow. And that concert sounds awful. <laughs> so for just a whole weekend, you just play music for these people? Yeah, and the thing is, we usually run out of our own songs within the first two hours. So we just start doing covers. We do Freebird. We do uh, Iron Man. Usually, Girls Just Want to Have Fun makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this summer, did you by chance do uh, All Star by Smash Mouth? <laughs> actually yeah every morning i wake up and i play that song it's my alarm clock song and uh it's one of those songs you listen to it and you you can't not sing to it so i'd say every morning the first four and a half minutes of my day are spent singing that song all star by smash mouth so you better believe at camp mars all stars make an appearance will were you trapped were you uh tricked into being in the suicide squad no, I kind of more demanded my spot. Oh, okay. I had to have something more with being a superhero. Well, kind of, and not really a superhero in this, but I wasn't Hancock either. Uh-huh. So. So you're an anti-hero, and that's the thing that yeah. you love to do. Mm-hmm. Not really a villain, but still doing good things. And usually you love to be the superhero, the, the big guy. Like, you were okay with just being part, part of a team this time? Yeah, well, we've all had our moments, I guess. Uh-huh. What was your favorite scene to shoot in the movie? I'm sorry, I can't ask Jared these questions. He doesn't want to talk about it. I like the part when uh you met like the only unicorn left, and I was just I thought I was dreaming, so I stabbed it. I, I love that part because I don't like unicorns. Things those aren't real. <laughs> and this was a scene in the movie. Yes, it really was. Where Deadbolt thinks he's asleep. <laughs> So he stabs the unicorn that he sees, but then it turns out to be the final unicorn in the world. (laughs) In fear, because those things have giant swords in their heads. That's true, but I don't know if that was actually in the film that I saw. I know that it got... Right, yeah, a lot of stuff got cut, it got rearranged, it got edited like three different times by different people and stuff, so... My friend Jared, he says he shot a whole movie worth of material. And you know what? The stuff he shot was actually really, really good. His mom said it was like the next Citizen Kane. <laughs> it was like if Citizen Kane met the Godfather, met like Die Hard, but had a really handsome leading man. Mm-hmm. With green hair. With green hair and uh, some really cool tattoos. Uh, is your mom a big fan of your work? Of Jared Leto's work? Oh, yeah. Jared. <laughs> is your mom a big Jared Leto, Leto fan? My mom is actually, yeah, Jared Leto's biggest fan. She says he's very handsome, very successful. His band doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> Suicide Squad was great, especially those five minutes where he was in it. She's actually probably why it's at Box Office Records, because she's there 
four to five times a day watching that movie. I don't know if you and Jared Leto have ever talked about this, Jared, but did he have any say in the, the look of the Joker? I'll tell you what happened. It was Jared and the director, David Ayers, they were uh, just kind of hanging out in the Jersey Shore one day, and they were walking down the boardwalk, and they saw this like henna tattoo shop, and they saw those sick like tribal tats along the wall, and uh, Jared said to David, he was like, hey, what if I just like got something dumb like damaged on my face and uh david was like bro you won't do it you won't do it and jared he just got up in there and he got the thing on his face and it was it was hilarious you know everybody was laughing everyone loved it and then david was like jared that's actually really cool (laughs) and like kind of scary and so jared looked in the mirror and he just like knew he's like that is what the joker looks like wow that gave me chills What was it like working with that guy that was a crocodile man? <laughs> is he actually a crocodile man or is did they put makeup on him? What's the deal there? I don't know where they found him. Oh, really? I really don't. It, okay. Let's just say this. Is it makeup or not? Do you it's have any idea? Makeup. It's not makeup? It's not. Well, you never saw him in a makeup chair, but maybe he was in makeup at some point. Oh, no, I've slapped him. It's not makeup. Oh, you tried to rip it off of him? No, I got... Well, he's very annoying sometimes. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just regularly hit grown people around you? <laughs> yes. It's kind of... If you're around me, you deserve to. To be hit? Yeah. <laughs> if you're around me, you deserve to be hit. Gee, get, keep your hands off me, okay? I will call the cops on you, Will Smith. <laughs> that was very weaselly slap. Yeah, it wasn't a very hard slap, but still, adults don't hit each other, and I don't know where you got this idea from. Stop it, Will. Will Smith, <laughs> knock it off. Will, how about that Margot Robbie? Who? Uh, Harley Quinn. Hey, 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 right? Oh, no. Those outfits? Adults don't think about the coworkers like that. <laughs> yeah, you should know this. Yeah, that's true. You could have gotten in big trouble with HR if you'd have pulled any moves. So yeah, you just stayed away. Mm-hmm. Just did your scenes with her. Yep. How about you, Jared? I mean, uh, how am I gonna <laughs> say this so we get an actual answer out of you? Um, well, look. So I can I can say as my character who is green and lives in a swamp and is best friends with the donkey. Uh, that I have seen Suicide Squad, and I have seen the lost footage. Uh, and I gotta say, Greggy, the the lost footage of Suicide Squad, it's kind of like, you know, the fabled library of Alexandria from <laughs> the ancient ancient years. Those yeah. those scenes we shot, they were so deep, so intense. It was just me and Margot staring at each other, and she was acting, and I would just cackle and cackle and uh there was the scene where she was gonna sit down and tell me that my mother had died in a fire and i sorry jared uh she she came in what she didn't know is that jared had put a whoopee cushion on that chair so she came in and she said joker your mom she sat down oh man <laughs> i can't believe that didn't make the movie i cannot believe david cut that out that would have been so good. I can't. Yeah. Instead, they had that scene where you lie down in a room that's <laughs> full of knives that are pointed at you. Those are all my knives. Oh, really? I, those are all my knives. How long did it take to get that set up? Honestly, that was about 90% of my character preparation was just buying all those knives, sitting in my room. And uh, when I came to the audition, David Ayers said to me, what have you done to prepare for this role? And I said, well, I've bought 75 knives and he said can you buy more (laughs) yeah because there was way more than 75 (laughs) knives in that room um and so yeah that uh personally as part of the method acting i i took about five days out of my out of my very busy rock star celebrity life to settle those knives up and Uh uh, it wasn't easy and speaking of all the the method stuff that you got into on suicide squad um, what was, what were you thinking when you were sending people condoms and dead animals and all this stuff? Because that, I, that has not traditionally been a part of the, 
a Joker uh, character, so far as I know. Well, sure. That's so, Greggy. The thing about the Joker character is that he's been around since what 1930. He's he's a very old character, mm-hmm. and you know, back in the 30s, he was probably into booze running. In the 70s, he was probably into you know psychedelic rock. And I thought, what does 2016's Joker like? And I was like, I know. He likes YouTube prank videos. <laughs> so oh, wow. to prepare for this role, I just watched prank video after prank video after prank video. And uh, it was kind of like my catchphrase on, on the set. Every every take I do, I'd you know go up to, say, Will Smith, and I'd say, we're together on this one. It's a prank, bro. It was kind of like my catchphrase, and I can't believe David cut that out. So... Well, did you enjoy Jared's pranks on the set? No one did. Those were... <laughs> some of them could have been lethal. Oh, wow. Like, what What kind of stuff did he do? You know, his room of knives? Right. He would sometimes do them to other small rooms. Uh-huh. Like, say, the bathroom. Set up a bunch of ru- knives yeah. in the bathroom. And then the lights aren't on, so you go in there. You go in, try to trump You go to reach for the light, and there's a knife just... there almost savvier, so... Oh, wow. You don't hit the actual... Uh-huh. And then you turn it on. You see all the knives. You go sit down to take your... You know, use the use the facilities, so to speak. And then he bursts in halfway through and takes a picture of you and goes, <laughs> Pranked, bro! Those were the some of the main times I've tried to talk to you. Oh, wow. And what did you do to prepare for your role? Just wore those clothes? That was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all I had to do, and then I made gold... Um, have you ever pulled a prank on a movie set? No, most of the time because most of the time I won't because they'll basically fire me. Oh. Because all they really need is someone that has acting clothes too. No. <laughs> so you're do you have magic clothes? Is that what the secret is? Um the your acting clothes, if anyone wore them, they would be Will some, Smith basically? Some would say that. Well I would say that, but um Others okay. won't. My legal agents told me not to tell Have you ever so. loaned your acting clothes to your son for a movie? <laughs> I don't think you have. <laughs> nope. Oh, jeez. He thinks any khaki and flannel we'll outfit will do it, but no. It's got to be the specific ones you wear? Yeah. Um, How about your wrapping clothes? Those would also? Yes. If someone else put those on, they would be able to wrap like you? I know you also have education clothes. Yes, I do. Those are my... And if anyone put those on, is that like being... It'd um... be Einstein. Oh. <laughs> so you're you're like super a genius when you have those education clothes on? <laughs> no, my actual stupidity takes out most of it. Oh, wow. So you're naturally very stupid? <laughs> yeah. You're so self-aware. Most people like would say no to that. They think they're really smart, but that is cool. I mean... It's just nice to be around somebody that doesn't have any, like, pretension about themselves, which you certainly don't, Will Smith. Thanks. Um, let's see here. <laughs> so, Jared, what kind of stuff have you been doing for this new role that's coming up? Do you, I know you can't name uh, what it is, but, like, I'm, I'm sure you've been preparing a lot. already know what it is. Hey, uh, I mean, look, you might have your guesses, and you're entitled to those, but I can't say if they're right or not. A lot of people might remember my... My very, very successful, you could call it a star turn in the film Chapter 27, in which I played uh, Mark David Chapman, I believe his name was. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark David Chapman. And uh, I ate for, for months beforehand, I ate nothing but ice cream with soy sauce melted into it, just tubs of it every day. And I gained 40 pounds and I, I got gout. I had to go to the hospital. My doctor said, if you ever do that again you're gonna die and uh well you know this character i'm playing next he's a he's a rotund guy so i've been hitting the ice cream again hitting the soy sauce again getting nice and plump every morning i i spray paint myself green i stick on little fake ears i i look in the mirror and i go get out of my swamp (laughs) uh the voice is is a work in progress aside from that i I mostly spend a lot of time in castles. I've been doing this tour of Scotland, just kind of like 
hanging out in people's castles, <laughs> painting myself green. <laughs> Eating ice cream and soy sauce. <laughs> Eating ice cream and soy sauce. Also, a big part of, of the character I'm doing, I almost said his name, gosh, a big part of the character is his famous roar, which can terrify children. So much in the same way that when I was preparing to play the Joker, I would walk through the streets of New York cackling to see what would unsettle people the most. I'll hide behind pillars or staircases or pianos in these old castles and just jump out and yell at children uh, to see what works the most. Why just children? Wow. You... Will, are you are you wearing your acting clothes right now? Because that's a that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you should jump out at everybody and then you get a lot more practice in that way. Yeah. Could I could I practice my roar on you guys right now? Sure. Imagine this. Yeah. You're walking through a dark castle. The moon is high overhead. A crow flies through the air. I pop out and I go. <laughs> that would be scary. It'd be creepy if nothing else. <laughs> because why do what's been done before, you know? Yeah, you got to take your own. You got to have your own take on everything. So this could potentially be your final role. Yes. I take my art so seriously that I'm willing to die for it. And and if you're not, then get out of here. You don't deserve to be an actor, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you would never die for a role, Will? No. That way I can make more gold. <laughs> if I die for a role, I can't get my gold. That sounds like, a, I guess, a troll, not a not different longer. different sort of guy i'm not gonna say um so for suicide squad you sent a lot of stuff to your different co-workers have you been getting up to any of that with uh this new role well it's hard because so little of the cast has been actually decided upon yet and to be completely honest i'm not even sure if i have this role i the director oh, said wow. he would <laughs> the director said he would get back to me um <laughs> but why wouldn't he give it to me i'm perfect that's uh, true. I mean, especially after seeing Suicide Squad, and he sees what you bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, I I do think that Jared, my friend Jared, is one of Hollywood's greats, one of history's greats. So what he's been doing, what I've been doing, is I just, I think, who would be cast to play the character of Donkey? Eddie Murphy is off the board. He's already played him once. He's he's had his shot. I think uh, Keenan Thompson, maybe, could be the next Donkey. Maybe they could do a little turn up and have... Bill Murray play donkey. Okay. So I've just I've just been sending rotten pumpkins to various actors in Hollywood in anticipation of them being cast as my my co-stars in the future. I've seen a video online like they've done a musical on Broadway of a film uh, that may have something to do with what you've been saying. It matches your description. Yeah, it's very similar to this. Um, and I've seen a clip of it online where the two main characters have a farting contest. <laughs> have you done any preparation in that vein? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I, I, I haven't seen this. This is oh boy. Um, and make I get this be a musical. I mean, that would be like uniquely uh, something you would be suited for. Well, that is true. Um, I mean, I, I do eat the tubs of ice cream with soy sauce every day, and it's worth mentioning that I am severely lactose intolerant. Oh, boy. So so you've got it under control, really. I don't want to get too gross here, but let's just say I've got this under wraps. Okay. Uh, Will, a lot of times for your movies, you'll make a rap song for it. Why didn't you do one for Suicide Squad? <sighs> yeah, like Men in Black, Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah, yes. Men in Black 2, actually, there was one. I had no idea. I... I just don't feel... I, Did they ask you to and you said no? They asked Did you... me to, but I said I had donated my wrapping clothes to a Salvation Army so that some one lucky person oh, wow. would just get the urge to wrap and be good at it. Wait a second. <laughs> you donated your wrapping clothes to a thrift store, you're telling me? <laughs> yes. And how long ago was this? Was this a couple of years ago? <laughs> was this in the Seattle area, maybe? <laughs> Because I'm wondering, there's this guy out there. He does wear a lot of plaid. And he loves thrift stores. <laughs> <laughs> I 
can't give out where it is. I want a random person to find it. But yes, it is in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, I think this is all starting to make sense now. I will throw a little note inside the code so that uh-huh. whoever got it would know that. These are wrapping clothes. Put yeah. them on and wrap. So that might okay. that might be why a certain thrift song came out. Uh-huh. I, I do when I listen to Macklemore. I think, how can somebody be this good? <laughs> it's almost like supernatural how good of a rapper Macklemore is. Wow, this is just—it's all clicking into place now. Wow, this is amazing. Um, Will, why, why don't you try to do a little rap without rap clothes for a second about Suicide Squad? Maybe, maybe you could start it off with a. My name is Will Smith, and I'm here to say. My name is Will Smith. I'm here to say, watch Suicide Squad or I'll slap you. I told you I'm not good at rapping without clothes. Ah, you're an awful rapper without your rapping clothes. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Maybe you and Macklemore could work out a little deal where you wear them sometimes and he wears them sometimes. Because <laughs> I heard there's going to be a Men in Black uh, 21 Jump Street crossover. Are you going to be in that, by the way, Will? I haven't heard about that, so... I guess not. No, maybe not. Uh, well, I still, I would love for you to do a... Maybe you guys could switch off between verses and the both of you, Macklemore and Will Smith, could make a song for that movie. <laughs> So every verse we would take each other's clothes. Yeah, yeah. You'd you'd stop it in the studio, like go switch clothes in the bathroom, come back. The next guy does his verse. I mean, Lady Gaga will go through ten costumes in a single concert. I think you and Macklemore could work something out where you're just running backstage to swap clothes off in between verses. You know what's mean? What? That Macklemore he never lets Ryan Lewis wear the clothes. Because <laughs> Ryan um, Lewis could be so good. I know. There's nothing special about Macklemore as a person. It's just the clothes that he's wearing. Um, Jared, have you ever thought about doing a song for one of your movies? Well, uh, first off, I'm not Jared. Uh, oh, but my, <laughs> but I don't know your name. Uh, you can call me Mr. S. I suppose. Yeah, we definitely. <laughs> so you guys do know that I, my my friend Jared is, is in a he's in a band and they're very very good. Uh, they're called Thirty Seconds to Mars. Uh, some people say he can only sing one note uh, per song, but that's just not true at all. We did record a song. He did record a song for Suicide Squad, the movie. Uh, unfortunately, nobody wanted it. Oh, that's too bad. Well, when you hear about the the soundtrack, it's got so many heavy hitters. It's like they might not have had room for one more. That's true. And my my his song, I'm sorry, was also about two hours long. Oh, that's like uh, the entire running time of the movie. Was that the idea? Like instead of another soundtrack, it would just have your song in the background. It was sort of a it was sort of a Randy Newman esque narration of what was happening in all the scenes. So eventually you'll be able to release that song like as a special feature for the DVD of Suicide it'll be, Squad. Right. It'll be kind of like the Dark Side of the Moon, how it syncs up with the Wizard of Oz. Uh, the original, there's going to be, so when Suicide, when Suicide Squad comes out, there's of course going to be the director's cut, which nobody cares about. And there's going to be the Jared Leto cut, which is going to be, you know, probably the greatest film of all time. And it's just... Jared Leto for two hours doing goofs, pranks, riffs, gags. Uh, and it's set to this two-hour-long soundtrack of 30 Seconds to Mars narrating everything on screen. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, hey, guys, what do you say we get to talking about the podcast? Sure. Sounds good to me. Okay. So this week, I want to say a big happy birthday to my godson, Casey Wielden. It's it's really kept me grounded all these years, having a godson, knowing that he's out there looking up to me. Uh, mostly, I don't know what godparents do, and I've never been really sure about that. Uh, so I've just said happy birthday once a year, and that's been about it. Um, and this year, I thought, hey, I'll give him a thrill. I'll say 
Happy birthday right on the podcast. Happy birthday, Casey. You're a big boy now. I thought it'd be great if we gave him like the thrill of a lifetime. Maybe toss a few follows his way and send him a big happy birthday on Twitter. He's at KCJ Wielden and his parents really screwed up the spelling on this name. So uh, let me just give you that, spell that out for you. It's at C-A-S-E-Y-J-W-H-I-E-L-D-O-N. Uh, so just give him a happy birthday and he will be tickled pink I'm sure uh, love you Casey now for uh, the thing that I'm going to bug you about this week I could really use some more suggestions for podcasts to listen to so if you want to send me a great podcast that you think we should listen to in a good episode of the podcast that would be good for us to talk about here on the show uh, you can send those to my email podcastwonderful at gmail.com on twitter at the Gregius. Uh, there's a comment section on the website podcastwonderful.com or you could put it in an iTunes review for all I care any of those ways would be great and then I will try to remember to give you credit for bringing the podcast to my attention and if you could tell a friend about the show that would be great if there's like a place online that you post you could maybe toss a little link out there and say hey check out this show Uh, thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show bye bye You want to know why I'm sad? Why? Why, Bill? It's my last few days of being uh, 69 years old. 69 years old. And, and you're sad about my favorite age. <laughs> and I got to turn 70. It's so sad. So wait, are you sad so about excited. getting older about, or about not being able to say that you're 69 anymore? No, I'm anymore. sad I don't get to say I'm 69 anymore. Because that's what you lead with, actually. When you came in mm-hmm. here, you, you uh, introduced yourself as Bill Clinton, 69 years old. Hello, Bill Clinton, 69 years old. Mr. Bill, 69. Mm-hmm. That's what I say Mr. when Bill, I Mr. Bill, 69. Mm-hmm. That sounds like some sort of handle on an AOL chat. That was my handle. It was, Mr. Mm-hmm. Even before you were 69 and years when, old? When did before, you stop using it? I still do use it. There's wow. still, you know that there's still chat rooms out there? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know wow. that. Wow, what I kind of chat rooms are you in, Mr. Bill? I visit a lot of chat rooms. Um, I go to, uh, you ever seen the movie Beavis and Butthead Do America? I oh, have. Yes. I go to the no. Beavis and Butthead Do America chat room. Wow. Wait, wow. so you go into the Beavis and Butt and, and you talk to people about this film, which was released it, during your presidency. That's right. I star in the film. You are, oh, you're oh, in that's, it. You yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of star in it, along with Beavis and Butthead. I think I'm third build. Hey, th- okay. third build. Well, yeah. That's pretty good. Third build. Famously played uh, sax on Arsenio Hall. I show. blew them away with my sax on the Arsenio Hall yeah. show. And you the, did. My trusty sax. I carry. If you noticed, I carry it with yeah. me wherever I go. You have it with you right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You came in here with it. Can yeah. you play a little bit, if you don't mind? Sure, yeah. Don't mind if I do. I mean, he's that's exactly what I played on Arsenio Hall. <laughs> yeah, he's really still got it. He <laughs> absolutely still has it. So this week, Jared Leto, uh, Will Smith, and I listened to Hard Nation. Maybe not me. What? Maybe not me. Will, you didn't listen to the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. You need to put on your podcast clothes next time you're on the show because it's sorry. pissing me off. Did you even listen to the last one you were on for? Yeah, when you and Jaden were on. I did listen to that one. Okay. I believe you. You shouldn't. Okay. Are you wearing your line clothes? <laughs> yes, I am. Will, don't wear line clothes to a podcast. You're, you're right in people's ears. They're listening to you and they're like, wow, Will Smith is my friend. He's here having he this conversation be. with me. And you're just lying to people this whole time? Yes. So this week, some of us listened to Hard Nation episode 20 featuring Mike Mitchell, Anthony Atomniak, Mike Still, and Paul Welsh. And Hard Nation is a podcast where uh, Mike Still and Paul Welsh pretend to be a set of brothers who are ag- against each other in the political spectrum. And they talk about all the different politics going on. And uh, Mike Still is Pete. I don't remember their names. Anyway, Mike Still is one of them, and he's the uh, he's the Republican right wing guy, and Paul Welsh, Walsh maybe Welsh, I think I. Oh, great job, Greg. Um, he is the left leaning guy, and uh, so then they have guests on 
to either be uh, political figures or like do radio call-in bits because that's another part of it. They're saying they're doing a radio show. Jared, what's your favorite Olympic game? I'd say I'm a big fan of... Can I be honest with you here, Greggy? I would love it if you were always honest, Will. I'm a big fan of women's volleyball, if you know what I mean. Oh my god, Jared. Is it because of all the bouncing around and the bazongas flopping this way and that? Hey, look. Am I under oath here? Uh, yes, you're under oath. Oh, then yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a great choice and a great reason for it. Don't you agree, Will? <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be uh, family friendly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we did have your son on the show one time, but... He- it's not a, Please, like super family friendly. Oh, okay. All right, I'll edit out all the parts where I talked about bouncing bazongas. <laughs> uh, how about you, Will? What's your favorite Olympic game? I didn't know nothing about Olympics. I like when they play Guess Who. <laughs> <laughs> well, when all play the different. Minecraft, um... <laughs> what what would competitive Minecraft be? You just kill each other, or you make see who makes the biggest building or something? I don't know. Competitive would probably be like... This is your favorite Olympic game. You don't even know how it's played? I thought we were joking around you, crazy. Oh, okay. We were just doing a bit. Well, I really do like Guess Who. Olympic I, Guess I, Who. Yeah, that, that would be the best. <laughs> Especially that Pokemon Guess Who. Is there that? There's actually a game of Pokemon Guess That would be kind of good because then you could like, yeah, I don't know. They're but, more they're more different from each other. Yeah. Great job, Nintendo. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> um, Will, what do you think human flesh would taste like? It would. T- and have you ever actually eaten human flesh before? Yes, I have. It's pretty good, Tricky. You should try it. Why have you eaten human flesh? <laughs> don't ask. Is that a church thing? Um, it's more of. You know, or just a Hollywood celebrity I told thing. You in my other times, I've been here, right? That I've been basically in in love with aliens. Yeah, you love aliens. I know that. Well, my alien overlords, the alien overlords that are secretly controlling the world, told me to just to go on a spree of cutting people's little finger off uh-huh. and eating the flesh off of it uh. and sewing it back on. <laughs> what? Sewing it back on. How does that work? You ate the flesh off. How do you sew it back on? Stab it into the little fleshy, not fleshy, uh, meaty part that's surrounding the bone. Uh Uh-huh. That's really gross. It is. I I don't know why I did it. Well, because the alien overlords told you to. Yeah. Um, And what form do they take to talk to you? Do they just call you on the phone or something? It's interesting. They don't usually show themselves. I was wondering if maybe there was like a black dog that talks to you. <laughs> he comes around every now and then, but it's, most of the time it's the phone. Okay. Um, Jared, have you ever thought about eating human flesh? Yeah, actually. When I was uh, back in 2000, I was in the movie American Psycho with uh, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Personally, I just never thought Christian was that good for the part. Uh, And so even though I was sort of a supporting character, I was very subtly trying to get the director to switch us around. Uh, So during preparation, I actually did purchase some black market human flesh, take a few bites. And then during line readings, whenever Christian would flub a line, I would kind of elbow the director and go, you get a load of this guy, but he's never even eaten human meat before. Uh, (laughs) The director wasn't really impressed. Uh, sorry. Hey, d- was it just because he didn't believe you? Yeah, and I even showed him the receipt. Uh, <laughs> one pound human meat. Uh, <laughs> I offered to take pictures of me eating it, and the director said, no, thank you. Overall, Christian did fine. He, he did fine. but Yeah, serviceable. I- He's a journeyman. You got to give him that. I just think that what he does is kind of a... Such a lame version of method acting. <laughs> Has he ever put a grill into his mouth? I don't think so. <laughs> Have no. you? When you put a grill into your mouth? 
Yeah, he was the Joker. Squad, I wore a really cool. You know, a grill, like a diamond grill. Um, I had no idea what you mean by that. When people have like metal teeth, or oh, okay. they've got like diamonds in their teeth okay. and stuff. Okay. It's like milk grill. <laughs> How would that work? Um, well, I guess that would make sure? eating human flesh a little easier. <laughs> yeah. a little bit. But what does human flesh taste like, you guys? Chicken. Mostly. If you cook it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it just tastes like raw beef. Oh, gross. Um, I've never been tempted to eat human flesh, but sometimes when I'm watching uh, women's volleyball at the Olympics, (laughs) I get the urge to take a bite of one of those butts, I'll tell you that. Oh, man, you're preaching to the choir, brother. (laughs) Why are you purposely putting things that you need to cut into the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm going to cut this. Don't you worry. Uh, Jared, what kind of chat rooms are you in? Okay, since I am under oath, I should probably mention that I I do run the 30 Seconds to Mars fan club. Uh, I, I am the host and the moderator of the 30 Seconds to Mars chat room. <laughs> so I go in there every day and kind of post like, isn't Jared Leto great? Isn't Jared Leto such a good singer? Uh, if they want to talk about politics, about Donald Trump, I'll just, you know, subtly say, hey guys, let's stick to the topic here. Talk about Jared Leto some more. And nobody knows that it's you? No, of course not, because my username is not Jared Leto. 48. Oh, it's not Jared Leto? Not Jared Leto with a couple underscores in between, yeah. Oh, okay. How about you, Will? Ever get on the internet chat rooms? I think of myself as too great for just measly, random internet chat groups. Uh-huh. Any Hollywood uh, chats, I will. You just... Or yeah. like, no way. No, they're, they're peasants compared to me. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. Um, You, you don't have chat clothes? I, uh, no. I more have a chat phone cover because it's... <laughs> <laughs> the chat is it's not really affected it's not, by me. It's not you. It's the phone. Yeah, it's a phone that the chat is on, uh, so that's what needs to be. So answered. if you put that iPhone case on, then you would be the world's best chatter, but you never do it. Yeah, you'd seem the best. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone would be appealed by what you say. Your, your life kind of sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody even say I am Adam Sandler. Wait a second, what? Wait a second. <laughs> Only some people, though. Not much. That'd be weird. It's not your wife or anyone who's seen you naked. (laughs) (laughs) Although, have you ever seen Adam Sandler and Will Smith naked in the same room? I don't think so. Oh, have you? Uh, Well. Is that why you're making this joke? One time at Podfest. Wait, when? Yeah, I'm not in chat rooms either. It's so dumb. Who who has time for that? <laughs> Will, what do you think? What, what age should we teach kids sex ed? <laughs> like maybe twelve ish. Um, around younger than that. Eight. Already have no. Three. <laughs> <laughs> At preschool. Maybe maybe around then, so that they know it's not embarrassing to talk about. Oh, okay. And that's it's okay to talk about. That's a good idea. Yeah, it could be just a segment on Sesame Street, maybe. <laughs> I could make puppets for, you know, a wiener and a vagina. Okay, never mind. <laughs> sing a little sex ed song. What do you think? Good idea? Or no. the best idea? No. Will you go into business with me on this one? No. Random adults will buy the puppets, like... <laughs> Oh, jeez. Like, I don't even want to think little, about those freaky uh, freaks. Puppets. Jared, do you have any kids? I don't know. You're so you don't have an opinion on this one? Uh, I guess if you were to ask me what the best time to teach someone sex ed is, I would probably say 69. But <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's just whatever. me chiming in a little bit. I don't have much of an opinion on child rearing. <laughs> I'm just too devoted to acting to even think about bringing life into this world. Yeah. Uh, 69 might be a little too late. 
Yeah, no one will understand that reference. Like, I've already got kids, and I'm 65. I haven't even reached that age yet. (laughs) You're not that far. True. Four more years, and your mind's going to be blown. (laughs) Uh, Got my fingers crossed. I hope that's the case. Um, Jared, would you rather join the Dave Matthews Band or the E Street Band? Or the Third Saints Mars Band. Not whatever Will just said. (laughs) I see you don't like my questions. I always thought the Dave Matthews Band just had a certain coolness to them. Just, you know, it was like they could just hold a real funky groove. And, uh, chicks just dig it. And... You know, you're not seeing a lot of a lot of young college girls at E Street Band concerts, sorry to say. But Dave Matthews Band, that's where the girls flock to. So, for me, i got to go with that one. How about if we just took the front men? Like, which one is better, Dave Matthews or Bruce Springsteen? Gotta say, Dave Matthews, uh, he gets abbreviated DMB pretty often. Mm-hmm. Never heard anyone abbreviate Bruce Springsteen, so you tell me which one's more essential. Wow, okay. Um, uh, of course, the number one would have to be Jared Leto, 30 Seconds for Mars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, would... of course. <laughs> really, I'm asking you, which way would you like to downgrade yourself? <laughs> uh, what do you think, Will? Dave Matthews Band, E Street Band, a third band that you want to join? <laughs> Go ahead and say whatever random thing you were saying before now. <laughs> Same 30 seconds more. Oh, that's the band you want to join? Yeah. Hey, we would love to have you. We would love to have you in the J- band. Uh, J- Jaden? Jaden? No, wait. What was hmm? the name that your his character is? Jared Leto. Jared. Jared Leto seems like a great guy. This person from a movie we don't know, it's not, <laughs> he's putting him up, making him seem like he's a very great guy. You would love to be a part of that. Yeah. Do you play an instrument? No. Do you have any instrument playing clothes? <laughs> yes, I have a bass playing clothes. Oh, okay. Uh, are you willing to fire your bass player, or maybe go double bass? Here? I think I would have no problem. Sorry, I mean Gary. bass as in the orchestra instrument that they use. Oh, like a stand-up bass? Yeah. Oh, we could always always use one of those. Okay. I would have no problem with Will Smith joining the band. He just has to know that when we play, the whole band's on one level, and then I'm on a podium ten feet above the rest. Uh, everyone else plays in complete darkness while a single spotlight comes down on me. Maybe we and, could uh, uh, be on two separate podiums other. Uh, yours, is, <laughs> yours is an inch lower than mine. Cause... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You want we'll, to be the front man now? Maybe not just way in the back so there's no white on me, but you can still see me back. Oh, yeah, no white on Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get back to you on that one. I, uh... <laughs> this is, suddenly, this isn't sounding quite as nice. I mean, people, they just they come to our concerts to see me, is, is all I gotta say. I, uh, to, 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 to see Jared, I mean. Uh, he's, he's a star. He's got just, just a, an attractive thing to him. Uh, and I, I just don't think there's room for two people in that spotlight, and I'm sorry. Uh, Will, what kind of stuff do you like to get up to when your wife's out of the house? I like to play competitive solitaire. It's... What? <laughs> How is that possible? These um, video chats get very dicey. Oh. Well, it's of life threats and... Just loads of stuff. Oh, wow. So you like bet? Who's going to win? Who's going to win the fastest? Or. But you said there are life threats? Yeah, because they get so mad over solitaire. Oh, I see. So people are like getting mad at you. You're not saying, like, if I don't win this round, (laughs) I'm going to kill myself. No, no. Okay, good. That makes more sense. It isn't really bad on the topic. Oh okay. I apologize. I... Are you on? Are you on Twitch? Do people play? Uh, do people people watch you play uh, solitaire? Um, that would be too great for Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would just dominate. And I don't. Uh, want do you that. have your Do you have your own service called Switch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Twitch>. <laughs>
Is this actually something that Will Smith has? There's a Will Smith song called Switch. <laughs> so no, nobody can watch you play your solitaire? No, it's all... If they want to... The person playing with me wants to so they can get a little bit extra from having a god <laughs> of, of, among men uh-huh. playing with them. So people are just watching you like through your window and making death threats when you're playing solitaire? No! <laughs> I mean, if the people playing with me want to post this on YouTube or Twitch or... Oh, this is two-player solitaire. <laughs> yeah, it's competitive solitaire. Okay, How, okay mo- the it's, it's idea more, behind most games of solitaire is you play them by yourself, though. It's uh, who can go the fastest, who can... So you each have your own game of solitaire. You're like yeah, head-to-head. And you're going against each other, but not really because it's your own game. Yeah. Do you ever get the high score and then set your initials as ASS? <laughs> I may have done that once or twice. <laughs> D-A-M. <laughs> um, Will, yeah. do you ever cheat and wear your solitary clothes while you're <laughs> playing this? Yes. That's all you ever do? Yeah, basically. Oh. What do solitary clothes look like? They have a little... It's like a little suit, tuxedo kind of thing. And I have playing cards all over it, <laughs> hot glued to it. Oh, wow. Like the question mark guy on the TV. No, I mean like actual playing okay. cards. Okay, I see. Uh, and Jared, you're not married, are you? I am not, no. So you don't have to wait for your wife to get out of town before you get up to hijinks? No, it's Jared time all day. <laughs> uh, mostly when my wife gets out of the house, I just cry. Yes, I'm so lonely. I just hide under the blankets and just cry all day. What do you do when she is there? Um, I I do a lot of crying, but mostly because she's yelling at me. (laughs) But I'm also happy on the inside because she's there with me. What does she yell at you? Um, she's just yelling at me that um I'm stupid and I did everything wrong. And she's right. I did do that. It is true. Jared, what's your message to all the young people out there? I guess what it has to be is that life is all about drawing as much attention to yourself as possible. And I personally agree. And I say that the more you can grate people and the more obnoxious you can be and the more eyes you can get on you, the better of a person you are and the farther you're going to get in this world. Wow, that's a great message. Very inspiring. Um, what do you say, Will? Um, I say pretty much the same thing. Yeah, two minds, great minds can go like. Although his is a little less great. <laughs> okay, um, but you w- maybe want to throw in a little uh, bow down your alien overlord type stuff, or yeah. Uh, if you ever get a little message in the night telling you to sweat your parents' throats, uh. You might be sad about it, but in the end, we'll pay you over. Wow! <laughs> we'll pay. So this is the message we want to put out of <laughs> Only for alien overlords, okay? Only if the able, only alien overlords tell you to do that. Yes. Anyone if else? a black dog comes to you in the night. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I just want to say to the young people, don't listen to Will Smith. <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm using my lying clothes. Um, he's pretty crazy. Yeah, he is in his lying clothes, and he is pretty crazy. Uh, and if any police are listening to this, uh, we have no responsibility for anything that happens. Um, I just how bad that is. But I just want to say to all the young people out there, keep listening to those podcasts, baby. They're the best. Um, that comes into you, t- to you in tonight and start talking to you. Run away, because that's not natural. Right. Wait, you like that black dog. He's the one that's always telling you things. Yes, but... But you want to be the only one the alien overlords are talking to, because you're the best person. Uh, So that brings me to the end of my notes, and that means it's time for rating. Podcast is the best, so let's rank this show from one to ten. But don't go too low when you rate, my friend, because then one before wouldn't make much sense. It's ready.
And on Podcasts are Wonderful, we rate podcasts on a 1 to 10 scale, where 1 is worse and 10 is the best. However, rating a podcast lower than an 8 is something that's really, really bad to do because podcasts are really good, and rating podcasts low is really bad. It's like um, if someone were to uh, try to make you break character when you're trying to be a big method actor, or if someone were to uh, say they were better than you, and uh, they if someone were to steal your... Your rich clothes that you wear when you want to be rich. Um, oh, that's every pair of clothes I have. <laughs> I'm I'm always rich. True. Uh, so we don't rate podcasts lower than an eight. Uh, let's start with you, Will Smith. <laughs> what do you give Hard Nation episode twenty featuring Mike Mitchell, pronounce. Anthony Atomniak, Mike Still, and Paul Walsh? Paul Walsh. What, what do you give it? I didn't listen. True. <laughs> What do you give it? I, I'll give it in five, just be in the middle. No, you can't. I am to go. Will. I'm a rebel. No. I gotta say. Will, you can't do that. And the alien overlord told me to. Will. I have to. Um. Hey, Will. I was just wondering. Uh, what did you do at lunch today? I ate a ham sandwich. They ate. Okay. Thank you. Very good. Um. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Jared Leto. What do you? What are you gonna give? Uh. Hard Nation, episode 20. Wait, Can what? we do... Oh, you said eight. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it takes me to say it's a joke. Can uh, we do Jared. half points? Okay. Uh, you can do a half point if you want, definitely. Okay. Uh, I'd say the podcast was funny. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I got some chuggles, but at the same time, unless they have some guest I'm really into, I don't see myself listening to it again. So I'm going to go... 8.5 on this one. Okay. It's a very respectable uh, vote. I think I'm going to say how I feel about Heart Nation is like, it kind of reminds me of one time I was watching uh, the Colbert Report uh, early in the run, and my dad was watching it with me, and he said, I know this guy is goofing on this stuff, but he's right about some of it. <laughs> and uh, that kind of makes me wonder, like, I know that uh, what's his name Paul is is goofing on the the left, but I, I kind of feel like he doesn't take it far enough. Like, and then the guy on the right is just kind of cartoonish. Also, I'd say that the guests usually don't have like a message; they don't have a thing that they're trying to get across. And I, I assume that that it's all about the comedy to them. They're not really necessarily going for something like that. Uh, but it was like what I was expecting when I first started listening to it, that there would be some kind of a, they're, they're trying to say something like a Colbert report or a, a daily show, something like that. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer that Donald Trump is so cartoonish already that any attempt to like do a jokey Trump, you just have to go like so ridiculously far to the point where it's like, what's the point of this? Yeah. But the podcast is really good. Like this episode, I would give a straight 10 because it's, hilarious mike mitchell is the best um his crazy specifics about <laughs> bill clinton are awesome like that bill clinton is <laughs> obsessed with uh beavis and butthead do america that's crazy that's it's great i really love that uh but i would say it usually sits right around an 8.5 or a 9 it's a good podcast you should check it out especially if there's a guest that you like uh go back and listen to the ones where craig rowan does call in um, callers, those are all very, very funny, uh, and you will enjoy it a lot. Uh, so that's been the show. Thank um, you so much I have for a being question. on. I already can't remember your name. Jared. 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 For this, just at the end, can you just tell us if we're right or wrong about who you are? All right, Greggy, do you promise to to bleep this when it comes out to widespread yeah. release? Mm -hmm. Um, I think. You are a Squidward. <laughs> You're right. It's, it's going to be Squidward. I'm doing a SpongeBob SquarePants the movie mm -hmm. directed uh, by Mike Bay, 2018. Oh, wow. Uh, be on the for this one. It's going to be huge. Mm -hmm. Is there any chance that he's going to be playing a part in this movie? <laughs> it's a SpongeBob crossover movie. I can fish form, he says. <laughs> Get out of my underwater swamp. <laughs> wow i can't wait to hear that i'm sorry to all the listeners that just heard a bleep and they didn't get to hear <laughs> that 
what it actually is. Uh, but thank you so much for being on the show, Will. Thank you for being on the show, Jared. Thanks for having me. Uh, <gasps> bye bye, everybody. You're welcome, Kevin. Okay, you there, Casey? Yep. Okay, Alex is back. Ready to get going again? Yep. Are you on, done? No, Casey's the only on, but... Oh, no. Okay. Here we go again. <laughs>